You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. presence that we feel music team your songs tonight were just right on target right on target amen I thank God for his wonderful presence and for his church his people aren't you aren't you thankful for the church tonight I thank God for the church amen hallelujah hallelujah thank you music team for leading us into worship tonight you may be seated church I want to take a moment just to remind each and every one that we have Bible study on Wednesday night. We're in a series, Skilled Leaders, and uh, so be faithful to the house of the Lord, and also on Friday night for prayer. Uh, pray for Canada Conference this week. That'll be happening in Halifax. Pray for that if you would. Amen. And all the things that are taking place, some great things happening. Amen. Just talking to some, some individuals that are participating in different things throughout our, our city. Amen. Brother Hanscom was telling me today, uh, just their senior homes over the last little bit, uh, probably a hundred and some that was in those services. Aren't you thankful? Amen. That people that can't get out to church, we got people that will go, a whole team that will go and, and uh, have church with them. Amen. So all together, uh, the seven senior homes, probably 150 people or more are attending those services throughout the month. Amen. So it's not just the ones that are here uh, in person and not just the ones watching online. But I thank God for what he's doing. Amen. Throughout our city and all the satellite churches next week. Uh, please take note, next week is our unity service, so that is a fifth Sunday, plus it's our unity service, so we'll be having one service next Sunday, but all of our churches will be coming together, and uh, we'll have a, we have a special day planned for next Sunday, so be faithful to the house of the Lord, amen. We thank God for what he's doing, amen. I'm so thankful for what he is doing, amen. What a great time we had in the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. Dr. Miller ministered to us. If you, if you were not in church this morning, you need to go online and watch this morning's service and uh, take that in uh, because there was, there was an incredible presence of the Lord that was here this morning. Amen. And um, if you were here, you can go back on and watch it again as well. Amen. It was a, a great, great presence of the Lord. We thank God for that. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me tonight uh, to First Chronicles chapter 16. And um, just before, as you're turning there, just before we go into the Word of the Lord, I want us to uh, pray specially for a couple needs. Amen. I had a call this morning as well. Uh, some people are having a very difficult time finding a place to live. And um, there's been a, a, a huge increase in rent and... Um, a, 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 a shortage of places to live, and uh, Joseph and Marlene's looking for a place, uh, uh, Jean Ann's needing a place, amen, uh, thank the Lord for solving it for Sister Tompkins moving forward, but God, listen, God's able, he takes care of his people, and uh, would you pray with me right now that God would solve those two situations, God, I pray that your mighty power and your mighty spirit 
God would make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. And God, we're calling upon you, God, because every need is important to you. God, if it's important to us, and I'm praying, God, that you would make a way for Joseph and Marlene, Jean Ann, God, you know the situations and the circumstances. And God, I pray, Lord, that your wonderful power, God, would open up avenues, God, where it doesn't even seem to be. And God, we ask it in your name, the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God is concerned about our needs tonight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I want to talk to you for a little bit on a song of thanksgiving. Uh, Sister Miller this morning spoke about how God is faithful. If you uh, listen to the words of the songs that were um, sung tonight, um, second song, third song, uh, speaking about the faithfulness of God, where he's brought us from all my life. He's been faithful. Amen. So I want to talk to you a little bit about a song of thanksgiving. First uh, Chronicles chapter 16 and uh, beginning with verse 7. It says, then on that day David delivered uh, first this uh, psalm to thank the Lord unto the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, uh, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. You can go all the way through to verse 36, and you can read about the song that David wrote uh, for Israel to sing. Could have been actually on a daily basis that David wrote this song. If you go back and see what the setting is and, and why it is that we've got to this song, uh, uh, David becomes king and uh, the Ark of the Covenant is not in Israel. The presence of the Lord, what is representing the presence of the Lord, is not in Israel. And David says that's not going to work. David's desire was to get the presence of God back to where the presence of God was supposed to be with God's people. God's always desired to be with his people, but you can look through the process uh, uh, throughout the Old Testament and see the times when the ark was taken, the ark was stolen, uh, the ark lost its value, the presence of God. But when David became king, David said, I've got to get back the presence of God. I've got to get back the ark. David even had the right intent of bringing back the ark, but uh, the first time they did it the wrong way. And out of that, Uzzah dies uh, by touching the ark, which he should have never done, and he loses his life. And, and the ark of the covenant ends up in the house of Obedinim for three months, and the Bible says that Obedinim's house is blessed. Where the presence of the Lord is, your house will be blessed. And so the ark is, is in uh, Bedouin's house, and David says, uh, that's great, I'm glad his house has been blessed, but we've got to get the ark back to where it should be. A tabernacle has been made. David uh, decides to do it the right way, and the priests carry the ark back to uh, Israel, and the ark uh, ends up uh, uh, in, in, in the place where it's supposed to be, and you can read that. Uh, through to chapter 13, 14, 15. In the beginning of chapter 16, uh, 1 Chronicles, 
And you see the story, and you can, you can read how lots of offerings have been offered, and burnt offerings, peace offerings, all kinds of offerings are taking place. And then David decides to write a song. Now, when we read the Psalms, we kind of see those as David's songs. And uh, David was a shepherd, and, and through that period of his life, he writes a lot of songs, and, and we see those written in the Psalms. And so when you're reading through the Psalms, you can think of a, a lot of these were songs, and some of them we sing today. People have put tunes to it, music to it, and we uh, sing some of those Psalms today. When you're thinking, <coughs> excuse me, about the songs of David, a lot of times we don't think of finding one of those or uh, a good portion of that in First uh, Chronicles. That's not where you would look first to fi- find the Psalms of David. But when you read First Chronicles chapter 16, it correlates with Psalm 105. <laughs> when you look at Psalm 105, it has very similar, uh, the very similar verses to what I've just read to you uh, from First Chronicles chapter 16. And I want you to notice uh, uh, a few things tonight out of these first few verses that I've read to you. I'm probably going to preach on this chapter a number of times. I don't know how many times, but I feel God kind of leading it into my spirit to focus on this chapter for a bit because there's a song of thanksgiving that the children of God, the, the people of God need to share. And And in this chapter, there's a lot of good information. So, uh, here's what verse 8. Verse 8 says, Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Three actions are given to us in this verse. First of all, it says to give. That word is uh, yada, which means to revere or worship with with, uh, hands lifted. Praise and adoration. And so uh, David says, listen, I, I want you to give thanks unto the Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord. Everybody across this room tonight, you say, well, I, you know what? I'm not thinking about being thankful right now. It's not about whether you think you should or could or, or, you, or you have something. He's worthy of the reverence of worship tonight. And you and I are to Give thanks, hallelujah, to revere him, to be in awe of him. You heard it from Dr. Miller this morning. Sometimes we may not even feel like it. Sometimes we have questions in our minds that maybe cause us to haul back and, and put ourselves in a place of stagnation at times. But, but David writes a song and he says, give thanks unto the Lord. Secondly, he says to call. Call upon his name. You read it in verse uh, 8. Call upon his name. That call is gara. Call uh, out and address, uh, amen, uh, his name. Uh, Call upon his name. There's no other name given among men under heaven whereby you and I could be, might be, should be saved. (laughs) 
There is no other name tonight. You can call upon names of whatever other gods you want, but there's only one true living God. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you call upon his name, something happens. This is a song, church, of thanksgiving. Give thanks unto the Lord in worship. Call upon his name. And then in the last part of verse 8, he says, Make known his deeds among the people. Another action. Make known. The simple understand that is to, uh, understanding of that is to know by seeing. People should be able to see through your life and my life the deeds of the Almighty God. Amen. I want people to see through my action. I want people to see through my speech. I want people to see through my care, my compassion. Oh, God, let them see what you have done in my life. I'm talking to you tonight about a song of thanksgiving. I don't want to have my head hanging low or, or to be all dreary and doopy. Amen. And all in a sad state. No, I want to lift my hands Call upon God and let people know how much he's done for me. All that is based upon what Dr. Miller said this morning. God's been faithful. God's been faithful. God is faithful. Hallelujah. No matter what's happening in your life right now, God's been faithful. And David, he's been through some dark times of not having the presence of God. But when the presence of God got to where it should be, he said, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name and let his deeds be made known. Now, verse 9, he gives the next action. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Sing unto him. Now, understandably so, a lot of times we sing songs that someone else has written. Understandably. Some songs we like better than others. It might be at times you don't even know all the words. You just know one line. And you sing that line over and over again. But what would be wrong with you putting a tune to your own words? Sing unto the Lord. Amen. He woke me up this morning. Amen. He gave me life and breath today. Amen. He put purpose in my heart. Hallelujah for this day. It might not be words that anyone else has ever written. But David said in your song of thanksgiving, sing unto the Lord. You say, well, I don't know how to sing. I don't know if I'm a good singer. None of those things matter. Hallelujah. Sing unto the Lord. Let something come out of your voice. Hallelujah. That's a song of thanksgiving. God's not worrying about whether you got it perfectly on tune. Amen. You got whatever beat that you need. No, no. When something comes out, hallelujah, that you got a song of thanksgiving. I, I was glad. Hallelujah. When I came into the house of the Lord, I've got a song on my heart. A song within my spirit. David said, sing unto the Lord. Lord. What's going to happen this week? 
Someone's going to take serious what I just said. And you're going to make up your own song. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Other people do it and get paid for it. Lord, you're wonderful. Counselor, the almighty God. No one else wrote that song. I wrote that song. No, I'm serious. Anyone else can sing it. But God gave me that song. That's what he did one day. I don't even remember when it was. It's a long time ago. Oh, that man would praise the Lord. Oh, that man would praise the Lord. No one else wrote that song. Oh, those scriptures are in the Bible. But for some reason, God gave me some little tune. And I put it, hallelujah, into my spirit. And when I need just a little bit of extra encouragement, I go back, hallelujah, and sing the song that God put into my spirit. Hallelujah. You know what? You don't have to be whatever type of singer you think you should be. Sing unto the Lord. Yeah. Pick out a psalm, he says, sing psalms. Pick out a psalm that's in the, in the psalms that you've never heard a tune to and make up your own. Some of these young people, maybe you could rap to it. I don't know. God's never put that in my spirit. There's no great meaning to what he's saying. He just says Sing. Sing. Sing unto the Lord. And then he says in the last portion of this verse, Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Talk. That means converse, commune, declare. Don't be afraid to tell what God's done for you. Don't be afraid to tell what God's done for you. Right, Velma? How about telling us, Velma? Tell us what God's done for you. God has been so good to me. I'm blessed to have come from a wonderful Christian heritage. I have a grandmother that I can remember testifying and dancing over and praying for someone, and his leg was healed instantly. I had blessed with a mother who was, had so much wisdom to help me along the way, but that couldn't save me. God had to come into my heart. He had to give me a desire for him, and at the age of 10, God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I was baptized in the Tobik River in Plastrock. Talk about At the age of 10, I thank God every day for it. Have I failed him? Many, many times. But I remember one night singing in my sleep all night long, I've anchored in Jesus, the storms of life all brave. I've anchored in Jesus, for he has power to save. I thank God for that song, because if it wasn't for that anchor that God had put in my life, I don't know where I would be today. I've never been out in the world, but he saved me from that. And I thank God daily for that, because if he hadn't, have, I don't know where I would be today. I thank you, Jesus, and I'm God. I thank you every day. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Velma. I want to hear you talk about it. There's nothing wrong with talking about it. Amen. Let people know what God's done. 
amen, however many years ago, where he, he brought you, kept you, whatever the situation is. Amen. The Bible says in the song of Thanksgiving, talk about it. Let everyone know of his wondrous works. Let people know what God's done to you. Declare it. Commune it. Hallelujah. Let there be something that arises from you in song and in talk. Verse 10. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. You see two more direct actions here. It says to glory. That means to be clear. Shine. To rave about it. Amen. There's nothing wrong with saying, oh, well, you know what? I've said this testimony before. I've told this story before. Tell it again. Amen. Let it shine from you. Let there be a clear message. Let the glory of the Lord be seen in what God's done for you. There's so much sadness being talked about and, and so much uh, uh, things in our society that are depressing uh, and downheartedness. I, I think the church needs to stand to its feet. Uh, hallelujah. And rave about what God's done. Uh, hallelujah. Declare uh, how powerful he's been. Uh, let his glory be seen in your life. He uses the word rejoice. That just means to brighten up. Be gleesome. Make glad. That, that's, that's like uh, taking a situation and making it brighter. That's taking someone else's uh, uh, downheartedness and giving them hope. That's about letting God shine through you. Grace and mercy. Amen. Let glory shine. Let rejoicing shine. This is a song of thanksgiving. Amen. Give. Call. Make known, sing, talk, glory, rejoice. Verse 11 says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually to follow after, to pursue. Amen. To search out. God, I'm going to keep myself in one focus, and that is you alone. Amen. This is a song of thanksgiving. Of all the things that you could do in life, seek the Lord. Search Him out. Follow after Him. Let that be a daily activity. Amen. An action of yours in your song of thanksgiving. Let it be that I'm seeking God. I'm not seeking for greater position. I'm not seeking for more money. I'm not seeking for a, a, a more wonderful lifestyle. No, no. I'm seeking to follow him. I'm seeking to pursue him. I'm seeking to search him out. Hallelujah. He's been faithful to me. Verse 12 says, Remember his marvelous works that he had done. His wonders and the judgments of his mouth. The action is to remember. If we're not careful, we can get caught up in the moment, caught up in the day, caught up in, the, in, in what's happening right now. But the song of thanksgiving says to remember. Remember, Neil. Remember what God's done. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> He handed out mics, and then he started singing. I'm like, what did I say yes to? Um, <clears throat> I'd like to just quickly tell how I ended up here. I arrived at this church when I was 17 years old, which is kind of an awkward age to come to church. 
But um, I, had, I grew up in a good home, a really good family. We went to church on a regular basis, a different kind of church. Um, so I had been around church and believed in God all my life. But when I came here at the invitation of some friends from high school, one of them being Tanya Leckie, who's actually my wife now, um, you know, I felt something different and better, and I'm not ashamed to say better, um, something that once you experience this, it's hard to go back to anything else and call it the same, because it's right. not. Right. And over time, I did not, not one of those people who came one night, repented, got baptized, got the Holy Ghost in 15 minutes. No, it was not like that for me at all. It was a long process, probably two years before I truly believed that I knew I had the Holy Ghost, and then another year before I had the courage to get baptized. And if you're like me and your family, a lot of people struggle with, well, if my grandmother ever found out I was going to the Pentecostal church or family situations and stuff like that can be a challenge. And God can work that out. My family has been nothing but supportive. I'm sure it was maybe hard for them, to, for me to see me go and say, well, I'm going to go to this church now. My life's going to be different, but my family has been good about it. And God can work it all out. And I'm a perfect example of you don't have to have a completely messed up, broken situation to need God. You still need God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Right. So you may not have an addiction or a major problem in your family. You still need to repent. You still need to be baptized. And you still need to receive the Holy Ghost. And you still need to be part of a church like this one. Amen. Amen. How about remembering his wondrous works? Everyone is quite different in how God does things in their lives. You heard Velma's testimony. Now you've heard Neil's testimony. How God kept someone as they came to the Lord. How God was so patient. Whatever length of time it would take. His marvelous works are not less. Come on, church. His marvelous works are not less. How God works is exactly how he made you. And he knows exactly how to do it perfectly. Whether it's instantaneous, whether you're brought up in a Christian home, whether you just see a need of God, hallelujah, and you end up marrying the one who invited you, His marvelous works need to be told. And there's nothing wrong, according to the song of Thanksgiving that David wrote, that you and I should be talking about it. There's nothing embarrassing. There's nothing embarrassing to talk about his marvelous works. Well, you know what? I don't want to cause uh, any, any uh, ruffling in someone's feathers. I'm here to ruffle feathers. I'm not going to hold back on what God's done for me because it could upset someone else. Hallelujah. Someone else might not like it. Hallelujah. I've got a song of thanksgiving. I don't want to be rude, and I'm not going to be in someone's face in the wrong way. But he's done some marvelous things for me, and I'm going to tell it. David said, remember, 
Mark so as to be recognized, to mention it, to recount, to record, to think on. That's what that means. Take time and realize what God did to get you to where you are. It didn't just happen. Sometimes God worked on people's lives for decades before they ever came to church. Sometimes God, amen, allowed people, amen, to, to, to know God because their family knew God. Sometimes God, hallelujah, brings people out of darkness into his marvelous light, hallelujah, in a different way than he may have done for you. Amen. But the, the song of thanksgiving is that we would remember. That's what it says. Remember. Sister Robertson, remember for us. Psalms 34 and 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves, saves those who are crushed in spirit. And unfortunately, my story was that of brokenness. Um, unfortunate at the time, but not unfortunate now. Because my brokenness is what led me to him. My crushed spirit is where I found him. And my story was one that I didn't grow up in church. I was from a different denomination. Um, but I knew of God. I believed there was a God, but I didn't know God. So the situation in my life, the day that I called out to the living God, was that I needed a prayer answered right then right now and the words that came out of my mouth were in a very dark time literally in a dark room i said god if you are real if you are out there and you are listening then i need you i need you now not tomorrow but now and if you're alive and if you care you're the only one that can change the situation and that's all it was. There was no lightning. There was no thunder. I fell asleep crying to that prayer. Shortly after, there's church, there's power in prayer and power in your testimony. So please share your testimony because it started with a prayer of desperation, one of brokenness, to someone testifying to someone that I was connected to. And shortly after, I ended up in a Pentecostal church. I'd never even heard of the word Pentecostal before in my life. But I went to the altar because I wasn't going to be left in the seat alone, is what happened. The person I was with who brought me to church went to the altar, and I was like, I'm coming too because I ain't staying here. And when I went to the altar, I had a little finger tap me on my shoulder, and I turned around, and it was an elderly lady who I'd never met before, never seen her, didn't know her, and she said, Jesus wants me to tell you that he heard you and that everything's going to be okay. And I started to cry, literally tears of bewilderment, thinking, I don't know you, I've never seen you, and I've never met you. But the words that she spoke, Jesus heard you, and everything's going to be okay is exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And I promise you, standing here today, everything was okay. 
Everything's going to be okay. I promise if you put your hands in the hands of the one who has been pierced and scarred for you, everything is going to be okay. I didn't know this scripture when I first called out to him. But Psalms 147 and 3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. And I stand here today fully healed, fully bound in the love of God wrapped in his mercy and grace. Because when something's broken, sometimes it's because there's a piece that was missing. And I went my whole life feeling like something's missing, but I don't know what it is until I found him. And I don't want to take up too much of the time. But when he binds you together, he puts back the pieces that are broken and fills in the gap that was missing. And now I am whole because of him. And I am not ashamed, Neil, thank you. I am unashamed. It was his kindness that led me to repentance. And I'm so grateful and I will tell it till the day I die. Hallelujah. You've heard a testimony from Velma, testimony from Neil. Testimony from Sister Robertson. And each of those testimonies are very different. Could you put up verse 12 again? Because this is what verse 12 says. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done. Remember it. Recount it. Go back over it. Think on it. That's what that means. Simply, every person that's sitting in this room, every person that's watching or listening online, you can have a song of thanksgiving. Oh, they're not all the same. Amen. Our testimonies are not all exactly the same. But I can thank God for what he's done. I can thank God for what he's doing. I can thank God for what he's going to do. I can thank him for his marvelous works. Let the action be a song of thanksgiving. Because God has been faithful. Music come. David wrote and said, give thanks. Call. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds. Sing. Sing psalms. Talk. Talk about his wonderful things. Glory. Let it be clear. Let it be shining. Rejoice about it. Seek to follow and pursue, to search out Him. Remember, remember. Listen, there's a lot of things being told a lot of people in this world in 2023. But I just give you a few actions that will give you a song of thanksgiving. Dr. Miller made it clear this morning not everything will be perfect. Some of it's called life. But you can still have a song of thanksgiving. You can still have a song of thanksgiving. You can still remember what he's done. You can still take time, hallelujah, to talk about his marvelous works. To sing about his 
wonderful power hallelujah to rejoice of what he's done in your life and what he's doing hallelujah let glory shine through you hallelujah seek his face seek it continually a lot of people have heard my story a lot of times I never get bored of telling it I don't maybe the majority of people sitting here have heard it maybe maybe some online haven't but God's done some marvelous things in my life and I'm not afraid or ashamed to tell it he sent a pioneer preacher C.B. Dudley to my little town in 1961 Brother Dudley bought a schoolhouse one room schoolhouse at an auction for $150 and he started to have services in that little schoolhouse and seven nights he had church where he just preached and on the eighth night he made an altar with the front pew that he turned around and 12 people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost that eighth night in that little old one-room schoolhouse and shortly thereafter who would become my dad at the age of 15 gave his heart to the Lord and God filled him with the Holy Ghost and he was baptized on October the 22nd 1961 that was the path that God had in my little community for a church to be raised up nine years before I would be born God orchestrated that I would have a church to go to and I would have parents that loved God and then God brought me into this world having no idea having no idea the privilege that I had but at the age of five on a Saturday night prayer meeting God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in Barty Bogue, New Brunswick I still remember the night I still remember the chair I still remember the corner that God filled me with his spirit and on October the 22nd 1978 16 years later or 17 years later excuse me to the exact day to the exact same spot in the river I was baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins the water was cold but I never get tired of talking about it because that's where my life changed and that's where God gave me purpose I'm going to talk about his marvelous works because I've got a song of thanksgiving oh there's all kinds of pitfalls and detours in the road but I've got a lot to talk about Velma shared her story Neil shared his story Jolene shared her story 
Hallelujah. Everybody's got a story. You've got a song of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And here on a Sunday night at Mission Point, hallelujah, why don't you just talk about it? Why don't you rejoice about it? Why don't you glory in it? Hallelujah. Why don't you just allow there to be a song that arises in your spirit? Why don't you remember tonight? Pastor, preacher, I don't have that yet. Well, tonight's the night for it to start for you. There's a song of thanksgiving that can start for you right now, this night. Brother Neil shared it in his testimony. You can give your heart to God and repent of your sins. Be baptized in his precious name. Hallelujah. You don't have to be baptized in the cold river. Hallelujah. We got a nice warm tank. Hallelujah. That you can be baptized in. And God fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Just like he did Josiah last weekend. Hallelujah. God still pouring out his spirit. Hallelujah. For those who desire it. Hallelujah. You can remember what God's done. Why don't you stand tonight? God's been faithful. God is faithful. God will be faithful. If you've got any assurance tonight, you can stand on that God's faithful. He is faithful. Hallelujah. I could call upon dozens and dozens of people tonight that could share their story and Everyone would be a little different than everybody else. I just picked out three that have different stories. That you can hear the differences of how God transforms people's lives. You can see how God takes a life of whatever situation it's in. God will take the patience that's needed for an under, a person to understand. Or God will fill you with His Spirit very shortly into your journey. God will take moments for you to grasp how powerful He is and to grasp the truths of His Word. God can take one moment of time and transform your life from addiction from bondage or he'll be patient with you as you desire to give things up he'll take that's the type of God we serve I'm just here to tell you talk about it remember it sing about it hallelujah all the actions that I gave you tonight hallelujah David was writing a a song of thanksgiving to the people of God this is how God's been faithful you're in his presence tonight a song of thanksgiving can come off of your lips would you just fill this altar right now every person that would walk forward say I've got a song of thanksgiving on my heart tonight 
Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to, I'm going to declare it. I'm going to call upon him. I'm going to give thanks. Hallelujah. I'm going to glory in it. Hallelujah. I'm going to rejoice in it. Hallelujah. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to remember him. Hallelujah. All the things that I spoke about tonight. Let this altar be full of individuals. Hallelujah. That's just calling upon him, remembering him, thanking him. Hallelujah. Let God's presence and his power. Let there be a song of thanksgiving in your heart tonight. Hallelujah. As it radiates out of your life. Hallelujah. Sing unto the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.